We thank you for your mercies. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for the allocation of your blessing coming from heaven to the earth at this time. We thank you for in the sovereignty of the throne, in the sovereignty of Jesus, things that have been sealed, things that have been locked up, matters that are exclusively of God, exclusively of the Lamb, that heaven had held back for centuries, even millennials, you are giving them to a generation, you are giving them even through your servants to a man, to a woman, to a generation. We see it, we tremble at it, and we are grateful that this kind of mercy is being shown to us. Father, we are thanking you. At the same time, we know we are not worthy of these things, but for your mercy, but for your election, and in your sovereignty, are we hearing them? Are we thinking them? Are we receiving them? Father, we say we are grateful. We are grateful. We thank you for your servant, your servant, your handmaiden that you have raised, that you have chosen, and you stay over and you brought under for to press out this message. We say we are grateful in the name of Jesus. Lord, as I you know, briefly you know, bring forth an exhortation for to prepare the heart, our hearts for to hear you through your servant, I ask that you would help me to say things that will make for help, to say things that will make for you know, you know, focus, to say things that would make you know, for attention to be given to you, to your spirit, and to your son, even as your servant will minister this morning in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's read um, just briefly uh, the book of Hebrews chapter 1, then Gospel of John chapter 1, and I think I'm done this morning. To be frank, you know, standing here uh, is a thing of dread, even if it's for one, uh, one, one minute, it's a thing of dread as the work grows. It becomes a thing of uh, dread to stand before the people of God. Hebrews chapter 1, and I read verse 1 and 2, particularly verse 1. God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners, speak in time past unto the fathers by the prophets. Verse 2. At in this last days spoken unto us by his son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, and by whom also he made the worlds. Let's say amen. amen. Now, it's, uh, uh, the author of the book of Hebrew, Paul, was saying, God who at sundry times and in diverse manners speak in time past unto the fathers, by the prophets at in these last days spoken to us, Paul said, by his son. Now, what I find stead in my heart is, you know, um, the prophetic manner in which God unseals matters. 
you know, the prophetic manner, specifically, you know, with regards to the lamb psalm in the book of John chapter 1. Now, the one who saw the lamb in the book of John, that John, uh, the beloved, wrote concerning, you know, but, you know, John in chapter 1 started, he was giving revelation. Chapter 1 of the Gospel of John has a mixture of things in it. It began with John giving a revelation that he had come into as an apostle of the Lamb, that he had come into as a result of encounters. At the time he wrote uh, this book of John, church tradition holds it that he had already experienced the book of Revelation by the time he wrote this gospel of John. You know, so he had a lot of wealth of understanding by the time he was writing this book. Like Daddy said earlier on today, he's writing as a different expression compared to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John were giving, you know, account uh, angle, angle of giving an account of the things in Matthew chapter 1, you know, Luke chapter 1, Mark chapter 1. They were saying things about Jesus Christ, but from a point of view of giving account of the earthwork of Jesus. Yes, John the Beloved also gave account, but from a different perspective. He was writing from a high voltage of light. So he began in the beginning was the word, the word was with God. And he said so many things by revelation concerning the word, concerning the word made flesh. Then, you know, he now began to say, you know, uh, you know, from verse 19, that the priests and the Levites sent, you know, uh, you know, Pharisees sent priests and Levites to come ask John, you understand, who he was. And, you know, John, you know, began saying, I am not the Christ. They asked him, are you, you know, the Elias, the God Lord that is to come? He said, no, I am not. They asked him, you understand, are thou the prophet that should come? And he said, no, not, not, it's, it's not me. Then they asked him, who are thou? Then he said, who he was. Then he went further to begin to talk about who the Lamb of God is. Now, one thing, you know, that's, you know, stood firm in my, that is standing firm in my heart is that John was a prophet of the highest for him to discern who the Lamb of God was in the days of, you know, the flesh of both John and Jesus, the Lamb of God. For to descend the Lamb, he had to be an unusual prophet. He had to be a prophet that is higher than any other prophet. With the exception of Adam, no other prophet was as high. They called him the prophet of the highest. He needed to be a prophet of the highest to descend the Lamb of God. And God even had to give him signs by which he could descend that lamp. So what I find stead in my heart, you know, were children of the prophets, you know, God's servant, Daddy Oyegoke. And Daddy also stands in the apostolic office. But one thing I've seen since the beginning of the meeting is that the manner of the meeting, and I use the word deliberately, manner, is because... You know, the Lord is, you know, is tilting his servant in a particular way to, to, to undo, permit me to use that word, a very, very difficult truth 
that the Lord had kept in scriptures. I followed the meeting, you know, this uh, earlier today morning in Canada. You know, I followed it keenly, and I was just looking. I saw the. It's like you know, the Lord wanting to you know you know unneat something that had been locked up. And the best way I can describe it, um, permit me, you understand, I, I was privileged to hear, to listen, to speak with daddy, you understand, not in the meeting, behind the scene, in the last two days, you know, so I, I'm adding one thing that I heard from him personally to this, is that the, this meeting is highly prophetic. Prophetic in the sense that the Lord is actually using the prophetic spirit a high prophetic spirit to shed light on who the Lamb of God is. Now, there are some thoughts in the scriptures that are difficult to crack into. You know, I have here for teachings, for doctrine, for messages, and I listen by God's grace, you know, some, you know, just for edification. And I know one subject that is difficult to teach into is not just the, what is being taught is not just, okay, teaching is the Lamb of God that died on the cross, you know, like that. No, it's hacking into the DNA of what the Lamb is. And the best, you know, way, you know, in the book of Hebrews chapter 1, because those prophets in the Old Testament, you know, they also speak. They speak things in the form, in the shadow of God in different strengths. You know, and I said, God who had Sunday times in diverse manners, the word there is manner. This meeting is a manner. I've noticed something, you know, about EGFM, you know, and I'm not preaching EGFM. I've noticed something about the servant of God, you know, that I know and I think regularly in my mind. You understand? There is a manner in which the Lord deals with the servant to cause truth to come out. There is a manner of the leading of the spirit on pasture that makes truth come out and i feel stirred in my heart particularly for our folks brethren who are in the canada and those of us who are streaming you know in different parts of the world that will trust god not to miss out on that manner you know i said by god's grace while leading prayers you know yesterday uh you know night you know the meeting in nigeria ended on the note of the lamp it ended on the note of, you know, you know, uh, you know Friday night, Buke, uh, Believers Convention, Nigeria. Daddy thought some towards the end of the meeting on the lamp. Then Saturday, for maybe 15, 20 minutes, out of the two and a half hours or three hours, you know, ministration of daddy, maybe 15, 20 minutes was teaching on the lamb. That's the only teaching on, you know, the lamb before, you know, uh, Jesus died, that it was the everlasting lamb and the eternal lamb. And it wasn't taught. It was just a demonstration, a manner, dance and dance and dance. You know, some people say it was Zulu. Some people said different people, you know, from different, you know, perspective. But it was all a manner, a celebration. Then the thing was left hanging. To me, the impression I had in my spirit it was they pause it. You know, the way you are watching a video, then you pause. Then we went to the UK, and you know, certain other things we are enforced, we are fortified, we are reinforced. Then came to Canada and the press play. You understand? Because there is something that's what began as a demonstration. Because for God to open certain truths, it goes through manners. You understand? So, you know, daddy teaches as an apostle. 
And sometimes we can tell this is an apostolic strength in manifestation. And sometimes we can tell this is a prophetic behavior. What I've seen in Believers Convention Canada is like where Believers Convention, that last night, that prophetic behavior is what is happening. So the thoughts are not aligned many times. You understand? The thoughts can be scattered. You can find, you know, 50 heads. You understand, you know, touch this, pick it up, drop it, pick it up, drop it. Because the idea is not to bring aligned thoughts. It's the manner of the spirit for to fetch out something that the Lord wants to give. There is something the Lord, particularly, you know, me, I have followed the meeting keenly. And I can tell there is something back of what is being given. Now, the reason why the Lord is moving his servant in that office, in that regard, you understand, is because the Lord is... You know, the first time that man as the lamb will be plainly declared as the lamb, it was a high prophet that saw it. A very, very high one in the seasons, you know, of the whole dispensation while it was going to come to an end. The Lord came, raised John the Baptist, and they called him in Luke, the prophet of the highest. John called it, he said, there was a man sent from God to bear witness of the light, capital L. And that light is the lamp. Now, I also see the Lord, you know, you know, you know, tilting and you know causing the prophetic grace upon his servant is like pushing it you know magnifying it just for the person of jesus as the lamb to be seen of course when the lamb is seen the lamb is revealed the lamb is made known like john said here the sins that are everlasting hell and death will be dealt with but I just feel stirred in my heart, and I'm true, that we will not miss out on this demonstration. You know, one of the graces, you know, of interpreting tongues, one of the things about that, you know, grace, and particularly if you give attention to meetings, you can read meetings the same way you can read, understand revelation. You can actually tell meetings. One of the things I can pick some is that this meeting is highly prophetic. It's prophetic in almost every sense because the Lord is showing what the Lamb of God is. And if he's showing what the Lamb of God is, it's because he wants to take away sins that are everlasting. You understand? But we also need to now trust God to see the movement of Jesus upon a servant. You understand? He said that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. Then he that receives a righteous man, if you receive a prophet in the name of a righteous man, you might not get the best out of it. If you receive a prophet in the name of an apostle, you might not get the best out of it. So I feel in my spirit, you know, uh, from what has, what has been taught, there are many things I can teach, many things. But I feel in my spirit, this is what, you understand, you know, I should exhort concerning. That will give attention to that grace upon the servant so that we will fetch the blessing that is coming, you understand, from God at this time. Can we lift our hands and ask God that, Lord, help me to descend your movement upon your servant. Help me to receive your grace. This grace upon your servant, the way you are, you are demonstrating upon your servant, you are moving upon your servant at this time. It is scriptures that said, he that receives a prophet, help us to receive your servant in every way you are going to come. 
help us to fetch so that we will see the lamp we will there is always a raising that god raises for people to see him as the lamp for people to see him as the lamp